All right, everybody, I'm Logan Alec. I'm a CPA, and this is my update for Wednesday, December 9th. Lots of stimulus news yesterday. I made three separate videos yesterday as news came out. But just to catch you up, we still have not seen a bill on that new bipartisan $908 stimulus proposal. They're still stuck on liability protection and state and local funding. That's been the story of stimulus, right? Throughout the day yesterday, there were hints that Republicans might be open to a $600 stimulus check. And lo and behold, as I told you in my last video yesterday, Stephen Mnuchin announced yesterday that he presented to Nancy Pelosi, and we'll talk about Pelosi's response later in this video, but Mnuchin presented to Pelosi a new $916 billion stimulus proposal. All he said in the statement is that it includes liability protection and state and local funding. Let's go to my estimate based on what I'm seeing in the media. So here's my estimate based on various news sources of what's in this thing. $320 billion for PPP, $160 billion for state and local, $160 billion for $600 stimulus checks, $100 billion for education, $40 billion for unemployment, which is just extending PUA and PEUC without any FPUC, $30 billion for airlines, $16 billion for vaccines, $90 billion for everything else, which I hope would include housing assistance, student loans, food assistance, childcare, broadband, uh, broadband, maybe even the postal service, and of course, liability protection costs in there as well. So you can clearly see here what the administration's priority is. I mean, what is the big line item, biggest line item here by far, right? It's the PPP. $320 billion for small businesses. Yes, to keep people employed, that's great, right? I know Republicans love the working stiffs, but come on. Contrast that with how much for the people directly. Directly for the people, all we got is $160 billion for stimulus checks, $40 billion to extend PUA and PEUC, $200 billion. That's almost 40% less. And I'll tell you what, if your business has survived this thing, this terrible year, up to this point, I know you're struggling. I'm a business owner as well. But fact is, if you're a business owner hanging in there right now, first of all, bravo to you. That said, if you're a business owner who's surviving right now, you're probably doing a heck of a lot better. Might not feel like it, but fact is you're doing a heck of a lot better than millions of other Americans. And I think it's a little misguided for the support here, for the priority here to be given disproportionately to that group of surviving businesses. Look, like I said, I have nothing against small businesses. I'm a small business owner. My business got a PPP loan. But I think it would be ridiculous if small business owners were to get more free money here while those in unemployment don't get any boost, no weekly boost, oh, and maybe a $600 stimulus check. What about all those business owners whose businesses do not exist anymore, right? Because 2020 killed their dream. What about their employees who now are out of a job, don't have any work to go to right now, they're just getting some measly state regular unemployment check. Why are we leaving them in the lurch? Why are we prioritizing here the businesses that have survived and their employees who are still gainfully employed while suggesting that the people, everyone else, get a measly $600 per person? The priorities are just so not right here. And in terms of the checks in this proposal, $600 stimulus checks for non-dependents, $600 stimulus checks for qualifying children, kind of sounding like some, you know, same as the CARES Act qualifications to me, no adult dependents, right? This seems to be what Kevin McCarthy said yesterday. But as I told you last night, in order to get these $600 stimulus checks in there, they had to throw something out. And that something is the supercharged unemployment boost, the FPUC. So this Mnuchin proposal would reportedly extend PUA for the self-employed and would extend PUC, but it would not have the FPUC boost in it. I saw a lot of comments last night when I said that, like, a lot, claiming that the unemployment boost, 300 a week or otherwise, is in this proposal, but it would just start January 1st, 
and not be uh, retroactive to December 1st. So I don't know where these individuals got this information. If anybody knows, please let me know in the comments. I haven't been seeing that. And the match just doesn't add up there, right? And the media consensus at this point seems to be that this proposal has $600 stimulus checks in it, but not an additionally federally funded weekly unemployment boost, no FPUC, okay? Also, The Hill. The Hill is reporting that the Mnuchin plan revives the idea of a new round of direct payments to people earning up to $99,000, right? That sounds the same as CARES Act to me for singles, right? Because remember for the CARES Act, so let's do a little math here, right? Under the CARES Act, okay, so if you're single, that phase out starts at $75,000. So if you make $75,000 or less, right, uh, you'd be entitled to a, to a full stimulus check However, it phases out, what's going on? However, uh, the stimulus check phased out, right, at five cents on the dollar, right? So if you got a $1,200 stimulus check, uh, you could make $24,000 more than 75,000, right? So that's 99,000, right? So you can make up to $99,000 and still get some kind of stimulus check, right? Of course, it doesn't take into account, you know, if you had, let's say you had a dependent child, right, you can make up to 109000 and still get some kind of stimulus check, right? But uh, this is the $99,000 figure um, that uh, the, the Hill is, po is, is pointing out here. But my thought is, okay, wait, Hill, um, these aren't $1,200 stimulus checks we're talking about. These are $600 stimulus checks we're talking about, right? So, you know, if, uh, if they keep the 75000 the same, they still do a $5,000 phase out, right? But it's only a $600 stimulus check. Well, you'd be phased out at 87000 right? Or, or are they going to make that like a 0.025, you know, cent uh, on the dollar phase out? That would get you to 99,000, but they keep it, you know, five cents on the dollar phase out for 600 bucks. You know, that phase out's at 87,000. Okay. So sorry, you know, sorry for kind of nerding out on this right there. I know you're probably not super interested uh, in that because the fact is we don't know a lot right now. All we have is Mnuchin's brief statement, various leaks to the media. So we don't really have a lot of details here. And in his statement, Mnuchin said that Trump, McConnell, McCarthy, and Meadows, um, you know, that they've all that they've all reviewed this thing, right? He said, Chief Meadows and I have reviewed this proposal with the president, Leader McConnell, um, and Leader McCarthy, right? Uh, McCarthy, we know, said that this new Mnuchin proposal is a great offer, right? So it sounds like Republicans are on board. But how have Democrats responded? Well, I told you last night that Hakeem Jeffries, who is the House Democrats chair, part of House leadership there, he kind of praised this new Mnuchin proposal. But Pelosi and Schumer last night issued a joint statement that reads, let me pull it up here for you. While it is progress that Leader McConnell has signed off on a $916 billion offer that is based off of the bipartisan framework, the president's proposal must not be allowed to obstruct the bipartisan congressional talks that are underway. Members of the House and Senate have been engaged in good faith negotiations and continue to make progress. The bipartisan talks are the best hope for a bipartisan solution. The president's proposal starts by cutting the unemployment proposal being discussed by bipartisan members of the House and Senate from $180 billion to $40 billion that is unacceptable. So this 40 billion, I imagine that is simply the cost of extending the PUA and PEUC. That's not nearly enough for $300 weekly checks. So obviously Pelosi and Schumer are critical of this thing and continue to believe that the $908 billion proposal, working on that, negotiating that, possibly improving that is the way forward. Interesting to me that the only thing Pelosi and Schumer criticized in their statement, right, about the new Mnuchin proposal is the unemployment. Mnuchin in his statement said that his new proposal includes, what are his words here? Um, robust liability protection for businesses, schools, and universities. 
Now, again, we haven't seen the details of this. I'm not sure if these protections just mirror what the bipartisan group is trying to put into words right now, or if these protections that the White House came up with are broader or longer lasting. But my point is, it's interesting that Pelosi and Schumer didn't criticize that bit, the liability protection in their statement. They simply criticized the unemployment. Now, on this piece here, right, in addition to the robust liability protections, Mnuchin's proposal also includes $160 billion in state and local funding, like I showed you on my chart. The media is reporting that Mnuchin's proposal tie state and local funding to liability protection so they can either be removed together or stay in together. I think that's the McConnell influence here. I told you yesterday that Mitch McConnell suggested throwing out both liability protections and state and local aid in the next COVID relief package. Schumer was hating on that. Problem solvers were hating on that yesterday. But I do see that influence here in this new Mnuchin proposal that apparently McConnell himself has reviewed along with McCarthy and Trump. Nevertheless, like I said last night, the fact that McConnell is at least apparently on board with $916 billion is nice to hear, right? It's nice to hear he's at least open to something other than his latest skinny proposal, right? The one I, I called the worst one ever yes, uh, last week, right? So it's sounding like in terms of a top line, right? A total dollar figure. We have the White House. We have congressional Republican leadership. We have congressional Democratic leadership, all kind of on board and kind of coalescing around something in the $900 billion range, right? Maybe Dems actually want a little more. I don't know, but that's a good thing. Okay, but of course, the devil's in the details, right? State and local liability protection, stimulus checks, unemployment. And isn't it just frustrating, right, about the unemployment and Mnuchin's proposal? Like, why would you why would you take that out? COVID cases are skyrocketing. Restrictions and lockdowns are being implemented again. It's the freaking holiday season. An extra three hundred dollars a week for those who lost their jobs will allow them to continue to live. It's not going to disincentivize them from working, right, if they get an opportunity to make more than that. Problem is, opportunities aren't out there right now. I mean, I kind of got their point, right, with the 600 a week. I'm not going to lie. You do a run rate on that, and I did that in one of my early videos. That's a decent income, right? <laughs> uh, you know, in addition to the state unemployment. But $300 a week? Come on. Come on, right? Uh, but, of course, you had the progressives yesterday complained that $300 a week was too little. Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, a few other Senate Dems, they wrote a Dear Colleague letter yesterday saying that $300 a week, uh, that that's too little, right? That we need something like the CARES Act, $600 a week. That's obviously not going to fly with Republicans right now right? But what's the deal, folks? Well, we know the powers to that be want to include stimulus with government funding. House is going to vote today on a one-week extension for government funding, extending that deadline from this Friday the 11th to next Friday the 18th. I have every belief that this will pass the House, will pass the Senate, and be signed by Trump to buy another week's time, right, to get this COVID and this uh, government funding done. Again, we haven't seen the language for any of these proposals. We were hoping to see the text for the $908 billion deal early this week. That didn't happen. It's now the middle of the week. The clock is ticking. And while progress has been made, we still don't have a bill. And that's frightening. And on top of that, you have the government funding, right? <laughs> and on top of that, you have Trump saying he's going to veto the defense authorization. It's just the same old circus, except now it's not August 9th. It's December 9th. And we're facing a cliff here going into the end of the year for things like unemployment for gig workers, you know, um, housing, eviction moratorium, student loans. They have to do something. And I wish they would do it sooner rather than later. I'm speaking to the choir, of course, here. All right, on to COVID-19. We had 220,225 new cases yesterday with 2,597 deaths. In international COVID-19 news, the United Arab Emirates has said that a Chinese COVID-19 vaccine is 86% effective. German Chancellor Angela Merkel has urged Germans to stay home over the holidays. Also, as I mentioned yesterday, the first COVID-19 vaccine dosages are being administered 
in the United Kingdom, the British Medical Regulatory Agency has come out and said that any person with a history of significant allergic reaction to a vaccine, medicine, or food should avoid taking the Pfizer vaccine. I don't think this is really much of news, right? They're basically saying, yeah, if you've, if you've had a significant allergic reaction to things, you probably shouldn't take this thing, right? <laughs> um, anyway, all right, everybody, that is my update for now. Thank you so much for watching, and I will see you in the next video. Bye-bye.